DNVR Bets Daily, another edition of the show, a Monday edition of the show, and another edition, Andre, when we've got double Denver sports today. Obviously, Nuggets coming up here in just 30 minutes, so we're going to get to that quickly. But first, we must look back on Mm. a a tough Mm. weekend. We really had to grind it out after an absolutely disastrous Friday night. Uh, Capped off by the Rockies and Wade Davis. Absolutely just laying one, just laying a fatty right on our bet. Because I listened back to the show today. Yeah. And and we said Rockies win, and it goes under. And I was like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm thinking of like a five three mm-hmm. easy under. Mm-hmm. And you said something like, yeah, I might take the Rockies over four and a half, and the Padres under four and a half, like yep. a little five four, five, four match. Yep, it's five four in the ninth with two outs. It's perfect, done deal. Perfect setup. And Wade Davis hangs one to Fernando Tatis Jr., who hits it a long, long ways and ruins our night. And actually, there was still a chance that we could have gotten a solo shot for the Rockies or just a a walk-off run. Mm -hmm. Right. And still won our bet. Well, then he gives up a three-run jack three three batters later, and uh, we lose our bet. So that set us off on the wrong foot, and and it truly sent me into, like, (laughs) a spiral. Yeah, it was bad. Just a betting spiral. Um then I like doubled down on Harden and Donkic bets. Very bad. Both of those Very miss. Yep. Um, I woke up on Saturday. I don't even remember what I was just throwing. I was just throwing money in random areas, just losing. And Dre, I got to the point where I I parlayed. Um, oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. the desperation parlay oh, of Rockies and under on Saturday night, and thankfully that pulled me out of the spiral. That but there was, I think that I. And this isn't just bets we gave out on the show. Bets we gave out on the show, I actually did okay throughout the weekend. Yeah. But on my own personal account, I think I was I had lost six or seven in a row before I hit that parlay. So uh, <sighs> it it was a tough Friday night into Saturday night, a twenty four hour period of just disaster. Yeah. yeah, I mean Friday was the disaster for me because I also had gray under or over five and a half strikeouts. Didn't happen despite him pitching a gem. Doncic Harden didn't get the three, so it was like an 0 and 6 day. It was devastating. And then every other good value bet I seem to have throughout the weekend, I somehow put in a parlay that I didn't cash out on soon enough. I didn't hedge that big Harrison parlay, which looked automatic because all we needed the Sixers. And I, at one point, I could have bet the Pacers live at plus 800 to get the most economical hedge. Um, got greedy, didn't do that. So yeah, just disastrous. But we're ready to be on the right track. The Rockies going two and one against the Padres was great. I, I've been pounding that table for a month, so luckily I I was on record for that many many times. Should have been a sweep prior to this. Yeah, should have been an easy sweep. I mean, they should be undefeated, Ryan. Yeah, they should. Well, be. Like I know it's nitpicky, but if you go back to that first game. There wasn't anything like fluky sure, that sure, happened. Sure. They got outpitched by one run. That's right. So aside from that, they should be seven and one, uh, and. They're six and two though, and you know you look at what we talked about. Aside from we went outside of Denver, we never should have, because we gave out the three point uh, props. Yeah. But aside from that, the Avs win. <laughs> the Avs win. I mean, yeah. The one of the most epic finishes you could ever imagine in hockey. Yeah. Um, the the Rockies win two out of three, mm-hmm. so that gets you to three and one, and then the Nuggets also three. It's a three and two weekend for the Denver sports teams in the five matchups yep. and. There's value there. You would you would have you would have been happy uh, with those with those For results. Sure. So, sure. um, in the end, in Denver we trust yeah. continues to pay off. 
Sure does. And we we were kind of on record. Don't take the Nuggets. So if you if you listen to us, it should have been a three and one. Weekend. Actually, I was not on record saying that at all. I said, forget what the DNVR Nuggets guys are saying. Take the Nuggets, and they were right, and I was very wrong. I might have put the Nuggets in an underdog only parlay, <laughs> which was got me a nice buyout because I had Arsenal to win the FA Cup in there, but uh, didn't cash out soon enough. Mm. Yeah, take the buyout. Always take the buyout, Always. guys. I am so on board with Arcade's theory now. Always yep. take the buyout. All okay. about it. Okay, so quickly here, we've got uh, 23 minutes till tip off for the Nuggets. Um, we got to get a lock of the game in. Yeah. And, man, so we had the Jokic prop the other night, and then his over-under on points, rebounds, assists was 35.5. He ends up doing 34. <laughs> Which that's tough if you took that bet, but um, well, and if the game was more competitive and he just plays like an extra forty seconds, we probably get that. I know, yeah. I know. I did the same thing with Lonzo Ball later that night, <laughs> or no, Lonzo's that was Saturday. Dead to me after he lost <laughs> me that Pelicans bet. Just so we know, um, I had twenty five and a half for Lonzo Ball, and he was tracking, and then they were getting blown out by like six hundred points by the Clippers. They took him out. He didn't even play the fourth quarter, so that one that's been tough. Anyways. I'm going back to Jokic here. I'm just going to take out the rebounds and assists because I feel like those are more volatile. Sure. It's over 20 and a half points for him today. Yeah, yeah. And he is the offense. Yes. No he Will is. Barton, no Jamal Murray. You know, those are your Gary two Harris. big scoring threats. Yeah. Maybe MPJ gets hot, uh, which the Nuggets would need if they're going to win this game. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, I think Jokic is going to have to score over 20 points tonight. Uh, today, if the nugget, you know, if the Nuggets are even going to be in the building, totally, yeah, and I think even over thirty-seven and a half points, rebounds, assists combined, not the safest. You've that's talked me lot off. Of, that's a lot of points, that rebounds, lock. and assists. It's a lot. You're right, but look, they're missing forty-three just based off the past two Oklahoma City games. Forty-three and a half points combined from those three guys missing: Barton, Murray, Harris. Over the course of the season, they've averaged forty-four point three. So missing that is just huge. Not only will they be counting on Jokic a lot to score, Paul Millsap, 12.5, over at plus 110. That's nice value, and if the Nuggets are going to do anything, I think Millsap has to get at least in the 15 range. So you just talked me into that being my lock. So there you go. There you go. Millsap, you're, you're betting on dad. I sure am, yeah. All right, Millsap over 12.5. Harrison's in, over here listening. What do, you th- what do you think of that? I like that. He likes it. He likes there it. You go. Okay. Harrison go. approved. You Harrison approves. I'm all about it. Love you know a good that. Harrison approval. Um, so there you go. That's <laughs> that's where I feel on that. I mean, I don't know about this game. You can um, buy some points. I thought Nuggets at plus nine might be a nice safe play. You can get that under 200. The money line's at plus 180. I mean, you don't we feel knew the Heat hit. game was going to be a loss now. <laughs> we're gonna, I think we're going to learn tough. a little something about how they just yeah. feel about this eight-game, you know. Yeah. That first one was a tough watch. The second half. The first half was fine. First half um, was great. I'd be, I'd be really interested to see just how they – what their energy looks like in this game. Are they going to look like they don't want to go into? Or are they going to rightfully feel sorry for themselves that they don't have their basketball team out there? Oh, boy. This is going to be tough. Yeah, hard to know what to expect. The really. plus 180 is kind of fun. I mean – Plus 180 is great value. I mean, I'll talk myself into that in the next five minutes. Yeah, so you know I'll have something <laughs> on it, whether it's a sprinkle or a full unit. We'll figure that it's out. It's bound to happen. Yeah. Um, 
No, no. Oh yeah, that's good. Okay, so uh, over under set at two twenty two nineteen. Uh, I don't. I really don't feel good about too much in this game except for my uh, my lock there with Jokic over twenty and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. We're very much in like wait and see mode with this Nuggets team. I think right now. So, yep. Yeah. Absolutely. And the Thunder looked really good. I mean, really good. They smoked the Jazz. Yeah. So they scare you a little bit. Okay. Now this one, Andre, is mm. a little bit mind-boggling to me. We move on to baseball, where Girl. the six and two Rockies are taking on the lowly San Francisco Giants. Uh, the big curveball, no pun intended here, is Chichi Gonzalez on the mound for the Rockies. Now mm. I don't know why this is happening. They had the day off, so they could have just continued going with the four-man rotation for another round. That's what we would have done, as listeners know. Yeah. Yep. But, no, it's going to be Chichi Gonzalez taking yeah. on Johnny Cueto. Now, Johnny Cueto is the ace for the Giants. Yep. And he's still got a lot. I mean, he's still a good pitcher. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still a very good pitcher. He did well on opening day against the Dodgers, I thought. Let's just look around baseball real quick. Let me rattle off some over-unders I mean, for you. It's eight, like the Rockies are playing a different sport when eight, you look at the over-unders. Nine, eight, ten, nine and a half, eight, eight, eight and a half. Let's go to the Rockies, who uh, host the Giants at Coors Field. 13 and a half, Andre. 13 and a half is the over-under on this game. With Johnny Cueto on the mound and a lowly San Francisco Giants lineup facing Chichi Gonzalez. Look. Lowly is right. 13 and a half. I realize that two of the three went over this weekend, and they were setting high lines. But I felt like those were fluky. So let's get into this. The the real concern is no Wade Davis, no Scott Oberg. We saw... No Wade Davis is not a concern. I guess not until you watch the game Sunday and then that eighth and ninth inning, five runs allowed. Things got tricky. You know, and Daniel Bart, the one reliever who came in and did look good, I thought every single spot tony walters was setting up for ended up being like not hit so i'm very concerned about the relief situation and that's what you know on top of chichi gonzalez on top of this being a right-handed heavy lineup for the giants and the rockies only having right-handed pitchers relievers or starters including chichi i'm a little worried what were but no ready on ready you're you're right that's an advantage here but I don't know. Look, I don't want to sound like an idiot, which I very, I mean, sure. we always know that Coors Field can produce 20 runs on any given night. So yeah. I keep that in mind with everything I'm saying yeah. here, but like, I, I don't, I, I don't see it. First of all, I think Cueto is better than he's getting credit for. Yes, here. I agree. And if this is going over 13 and a half, the Rockies are going to have to score nine or 10 in my opinion. Yeah. And I don't think they're going to do that against Johnny Cueto. So I've got this. As a four to three Rockies win, four to two maybe. I don't think. I mean, and I think I, I might be. I don't feel great about the Rockies scoring four runs against Johnny Cueto. And Chichi Gonzalez, four and one in September last year. Do four we have that in September? Do we have the graphic? Uh, but no, one in. 1.65 ERA in September last year for the Rockies. I mean, that's why he's been thrown thrown into the mix compared to his 5.29 over the course of the season. And he improved his K over nine. His He decreased his walks over nine. And as you said, he, he went 0-7 in his starts prior and then 4-1 in September. So that's why Chi-Chi's earned the right to come in and be the fifth starter. You seem <sighs> very in, unconfident in this. 
under 13 and a half. You don't even see it's lines like this so in the KBO. It's so much. I know. I know, but then I watched the the bullpen give up a five spot. So you okay? So for me, the two overs that hit this this weekend and they're at Coors Field were yeah. were flukes. The the way Davis, I mean, just give me a freaking break on <laughs> yeah, that one. Like, just make one pitch. Disastrous. He needed to make yeah. one pitch yes. for us to hit the under. The second one is like the Rockies were so out ahead, they threw out some guy that no one's ever heard of, and yes. yeah, and he Pazos, <laughs> yeah, and and he Their gave only up lefty arm. Four runs. So let's just pull up the Chichi Gonzalez graphic really quick. Okay. This is, this is, you don't even need him to be good to hit this under, I don't think. You just need him to not be terrible. And with the way he improved his, uh, his stuff in the end of the last year, I think he's going to not be terrible. I mean, what's Chichi need to allow three and six for you to feel confident about your under? By the time we get to the bullpen? If he allows three, no, he needs to allow... I mean, I'm just reminding... This is what Senzatella did yesterday. Six six innings, one run allowed. And that still wasn't... Almost wasn't enough. Well, that's because the Rockies' offense was popping. They were popping. I think Cueto... I, I, I don't feel confident about the Rockies winning this game. Like, that's how worried about Cueto I am. Hmm. So Giants plus 114 might be worthy... Do we I would have never. an underdog parley with Giants and Nuggets put together? No, we're not betting on the Giants. Okay. But uh, under 13 and a half feels really good to me. It was actually at under 13 earlier, and I was so convinced that it was going to go mm-hmm. the other way that I jumped on it. Now it's up a half point. Mm-hmm. So that's my lock of the game, uh, and I think it hits convincingly. I don't even think this game hits double digits. Should Rockies under six and a half be a good play at plus one ten? Wow, yeah, but I—I I mean, I'm—I'm I'm not I, gonna do it. I'm but. gonna make that my lock. I'm fine. I'm fine rooting for a four three, a five three. You know, that'll be okay. You know, you sound very bullish on Chichi Gonzalez. Maybe you feel he'll go over two and a half strikeouts today. In September last year, he averaged eight point six per nine. If his name was Chichi Chi Gonzalez, I would <laughs> feel better about three there. <laughs> I would feel better about three, but uh, he's only Chi-Chi. I'm thinking two. Um, oh, Ryan. I, I just – I don't feel amazing about strikeout props ever. But he might fair strike enough. out the side in the first inning. Fair enough, fair enough. Like that, yeah, maybe, that has, maybe. That has to true. entice you a little bit. It's true. Two and a half, but he's, you know – I am reminded how bad these Giants are. I mean, that's the bottom line. Rattle off some players for me that play for the Giants. Evan Longoria. Oh, yeah, we know him. Hunter Pence. Oh, okay, he's a guy. Sandoval? Yeah. yeah. How Come old are Panda? all these guys? It's been a minute. <laughs> these guys used to be real are good. Each of like them over 30 years, years old? They have oh, to be, right? Oh, I mean, they're getting close, yeah. None of them playing as well as Daniel Murphy or Matt Kemp, who are from that era as well. Dude, Matt Kemp. Bro. I mean, I'm just, I just, every every inning, I keep telling myself, oh, if the starters are pitched like this, we're a contender. And then I say, oh, if Daniel Murphy and Matt Kemp are batting like this, we're a contender. Well, they're six and two. They're a contender. And then I was, you know, taking a, an ice pick and trying to get my scratch my eyes out while the bullpen was in. But you know, that's dude, okay. the Scott Oberg news is the worst thing to happen to our over twenty six and a half ever. <laughs> but oh, we're, yeah, well we're on only twenty way. wins I mean, away. Yeah. No, the thing that has me confident in the Rockies is the the run differential right now they're at plus 16 19 i think oh plus 19 that's right plus 16 yesterday so that really tells you 
the losses are coming by the slimmest of margins and the wins are coming by nice blowouts. So they're, they're clearly outplaying their competition. And the Padres were maybe the hottest team in baseball coming into this series. So it's not a fluke anymore. Think how good the run differential would be if they didn't give up. I mean, if it wasn't for Wade Davis, you mean? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Think about this, Ryan. Or Pazos. Now they get the lowly Giants four games at home. They get Chi-Chi, but then it's the top of the rotation again. Three games in Seattle, the only away series for the next four. And then you get Diamondbacks, who have not been good. Worst team in the West so far. And, and, oh, Rangers, who are two and five themselves. Those two series at home. You have three of four series at home. All series they should be favored in. They keep playing like this. You're going to get to August 16th when they start to play the Astros and Giants, and they're going to have a like healthy lead in the West. They can just keep this up. Unreal. And yeah. heck, by the end of those four series, we might have already hit our 26. No, I'm just kidding. But Impossible, sadly, but that'd be nice. Yeah, uh, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It's and an I believe time. that no matter who is on the mound, Matt Kemp should be hitting at Coors Field every day. You went wrong. Like, you went wrong at this point, brother. Yeah. He, did you see what he said yesterday? He's like, it's crazy. You don't even have to hit the ball that hard here to put it out. <laughs> like, all you have to do is hit it on the barrel, and it's a home run. Well, I swear, that game, you want to talk about fluky with the overs. I felt that that Zach Davies, who the Padres had pitching, and you know his fastball hits 88. Mm-hmm. So many of those were at the warning track. If he was like 92 instead of 88, those all of a sudden becomes homers, and that under becomes a massive over. But yeah, whatever. Throw that out there. Uh, before we go any further, shout out to DraftKings, the yes. presenting sponsor of this uh, this podcast. Man, it just continues to be more fun. Every every day there's something else fun, and with all sports coming back, they just keep throwing fun promos and props at us. So you can head over to DraftKings Sportsbook right now and use the code DNVR to get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, use that code DNVR right when you sign up. You'll get that sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Of course, you must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus, bonus requires a 25x playthrough and restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So anyways, Dre, I feel fantastic about, about that under 13 and a half. I think, I mean... I think things are getting a little out of hand here with that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're the saying cores over unders have been insane. They're saying cores is being played on the moon, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, to, to be truthful, at times it's there felt ha- like there have been some <laughs> yeah. some coursey moments out there, like what Matt Kemp is talking about. Uh, it's great weather today, so look, like I said, you take these unders fully knowing that the team go out there score eight runs in the first inning and you're hosed. Yeah. But I feel pretty good about it, and I think that, you know, the Rockies can get by with this bullpen. I don't, I'm worried about the long-term effects of it, but right now I think they can get by. We haven't even mentioned the fact that Nolan Arenado is not playing very well. Oh, that's the and other the thing that I – Yep, I was texting that to a friend was that we're contenders, you know, because if, if this is how well they're playing without Nolan really batting at all – Forget about it. Um, what worries me, though, is then Nolan comes yes. back and everyone regresses. That's Rockies baseball. For yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. We need to keep the complimentary baseball at least. Um, that's going to be a key here. But, no, it's been exciting, man. Anything else you like on the slate today? <sighs> I, mean, I mean, there's a, there's a few things to like. You know? go, go ahead. Uh, I, um, 
I would love, love, love. And I just don't understand what, what you know, the Pacers, they really impressed me there against the, uh, against the Sixers in that heartbreaker. And another team that has not impressed me has been the Pelicans, who just did not get the memo that everyone was counting on them to really <laughs> pull through here. Um, and they play against the Grizzlies. who The Grizz can basically lock this up. Wow. Yeah. Um, and you can get the Grizz at plus 155. So I like that pick. I'm going to throw the Pacers in some sort of parlay because they're a massive, massive favorite at minus 385. And, man, I think the Lakers are getting way too much juice at minus 265 against the Jazz here. So why, well, wouldn't you just be interested in the six and a half there? I would. I you would. know what you yep, could do, Jay, is, the right is you could throw about. the six right. and a half with Pacers – uh, minus eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Turn that into a little teaser. You Ooh. can get the Pacers down to like three and a half, and the and the Jazz up to like eleven and a half. I like that a lot. That's what I'm here for. I you know, love I, this. I know the intricacies. I might not yeah, get yeah. off the best picks, but I I know how to, oh, uh, to build a build a. Do we have the the records by the way? Have we pulled that up yet? Okay. Oh, yeah. good, good, good. We're, we're doing all right here since sports return. We're both, you know. Oh yeah, we're doing fine units wise. Yeah, we're doing well on units. I mean, shoot, you take that. units in the end. Take Friday out of the mix. We're like, we're on a heater. Um, also, you can get Jacob Degrom against the Braves at just minus one twenty nine if you just take the Mets money. Yeah, and Mace actually said once again hit that uh, the strikeouts prop. It's I believe seven and a half today, which is juicy. But oh, he's that's only beautiful. Gone, he's only had seven or less in his last nine starts against the Braves once. Wow. Yeah, you can get the over at minus 134. That's nice. So a few Very other nice. things out there on the slate, but uh, we got this Nuggets game coming up here in just yeah. a few minutes, yeah. so we'll be watching, and uh, another great day of, uh, of Denver sports. So here, here. thanks for tuning in to us on DNVR, on, uh, DNVR Bets yeah, Daily. I'm on too many different freaking <laughs> shows. Uh, that's going to wrap it up for us today. We'll talk to you tomorrow.